if you are um, dating to be in a relationship, you only have this sense of mystery and this sense of like first times once. Welcome to Subject to Change, a podcast dedicated to talking about the things that matter and the things that don't. Welcome. Everyone. Hello, 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 everyone. Hola. <laughs> Subject to change. And um, we have a very special guest today. Um, we feel like it's going to be a very, very interesting topic. Yeah. We have uh, the boy detox. Hello. Um, the T- TBD for short. The TBD. Um, a dating and relationship expert. Do you want to introduce yourself? Say hello. Yes, please. I can. I'm Jess Matthews. Hello, but Jess. Otherwise known as the boy detox. Love it. Um, yeah, so she's the boy detox, and don't be stirred, men. Just because her name is the boy detox does not mean that she hates you. Yeah, it mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. is the contrary. It's it's the complete opposite. Yeah. Um, so Jess, yeah. Firstly, I just want you to give us like a quick little introduction. How did the name the boy detox come around? And yeah, for me and a few people, I've told what your Instagram handle is. Whenever I say, "Oh yeah, we have this girl coming on," we're going to talk relationships, casual sex, all that sort of stuff. And I'm like, oh, yeah, and her name's The Boy Detox. They automatically just think, yeah. what? Man like, hater. Yeah, yeah, like, going to be a man hater, like, going to be so biased, whatever, whatever. But I assured them that it's actually the complete opposite. You're probably the most male-thinking female that I yeah. know. Like very, that. very objective. Um, He's doing opinions. this now to get in your good books, that's why. Yeah. So he's not thrown under the bus, <laughs> that's why. Just get in early. But, um, <laughs> yeah, just um, yeah, just give us, a, the, the listeners, a quick insight about who you are and where it all came from? Well, I mean, it's a little bit of a long story, but I'll cut it short. In my sort of t- mid-twenties, I was working in bars a lot, traveling, dating, mm-hmm. doing my thing. Um, and I had a bunch of interactions with men that some didn't really go my way, some did. Um, and there was one particular guy that um, I was dating for a little bit and he really hurt me. Um, but it was sort of to do with my ego more than anything. Mm. Um, I thought that I kind of had it in the bag, but it was a surprise and it shocked me. And I was like, how did I end up like being hurt? I didn't even like this guy. Um, so I kind of like took a bit of a long, hard look in the mirror and I was like, like, mate, what are you doing? Like, you're a little bit boy crazy. It's a bit stupid. Mm. Like go and focus on your own shit. Um, and I was driven heavily by emotions. So mm-hmm. I would just like go and do whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted, which was fantastic in your twenties. Um, so I was like, fuck it. I'm going to give up men for a month. Oh, for one month. For, for a month. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be like for a year. For a month. <laughs> Four weeks. it was a big thing, you know, you like, you're in your twenties, you're yeah, in bars, you're traveling, you're whatever. That's to be fair. And, and you're traveling. And yeah. I was just used to doing like whatever came along, you know, and like, it was like, it was replace, don't chase for me. Mm. So. Replace, Ooh. don't chase. Replace, replace don't chase. Don't. Okay. So that's like, a, if someone kind of rejected me, I'd be like, mm, well, on to the next one. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Ooh, replace, replace, don't, don't chase. chase. Yep. Put that in my notes. Um, <laughs> Hashtag replace that chance. Yeah, so I, yeah, I kind of like had a little bit of an issue with it myself. And so I was like, you know, I'm going to give up men for a month. And I've always been a writer. And I, so I set myself these rules. And one of the rules was like, you need to write in your diary every day about this experience, blah, blah, blah. And it was kind of like detoxing because, of mm-hmm. course, there's, there's men that are always kind of texting you, like, come over, like, do this, X, Y, Z. And you need to 
You're said like, no. No. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a new experience. So I said about, I mean, going through this process and it was a little bit jarring. And then I was like, I'm just going to develop this into a concept. So I developed into this like full month-long detox concept. And then I wrote a book called The Boy Detox. And that's where the name came from. Mm. Um, so I still have the book. It's in my Google Docs. <laughs> you actually haven't, uh, you haven't got it published yet. What, no. What's this book about? Just, just give us a bit of like, a, that you like had a, book. a summary. Okay, so the book is literally aimed at women who are a bit dis- who are a bit disenchanted by dating or by their interactions with men, and they were kind of, they kind of find themselves in a mess where they're like, "What am I doing? Like, I'm not cutting through the noise, or mm. it's really frustrating me, or I'm losing my sense of self." because I'm focusing on men and that's what I was really finding. So it's like a week by week detox from men. So this is what to expect first week, this is what Ooh. to expect second week. Yeah. And obviously by the end of it is you have like a better perspective and the aim is for women to really like get back in touch with themselves to understand what they're about and what like what's important to them before mm-hmm. they go and pursue men. Yeah. So just basically putting themselves first. Have you let anyone read this? Yeah. And um, what's been people's like thoughts about it? I mean, like it's been read by professional editors and of course they're like, you know, it's, this is grammatically fucked. <laughs> um, but you don't know you're theirs. Yeah, uh, well, I do. But, you know, it's, it's very different getting something published. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, I've been told it's pretty marketable. Um, but I just never went and pursued the kind of financial effect of like of having somebody edit it professionally yeah for sure um but i've had i've had other people read it and they enjoyed it it's like still quite funny yeah still quite down to earth um but yeah has that like deeper meaning of giving up men not because you hate them because you really like them but just like to get back to yourself just to see what it does to you it's like taking a month off that would it be kind of taking a month off booze or exactly stuff like that just to like get back to that like exactly base level I yep. feel, I feel yeah. like the vibe of that book, um, just based on like your kind of quick summary of it, it gives me like the subtle art of not giving a fuck kind of vibe. Where you're like giving people like yeah. a, a subtle guide on how to do things, not telling them necessarily how to do it, but it's like, but when you read it, like the book, it's like, how am I not already doing this? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just the simple things in life that we just overcomplicate. Reinstate you know what I mean? Stuff that you yeah. And it's that know, confirmation or... of stuff you already know, but yeah. reading it in an actual book. It's like, okay, maybe maybe, um, maybe it's not as hard as I think. I'm just yeah, overthinking shit. I also know women and I know the inside of women's brains. And I know for myself, like I'm a particular, like, particularly emotional person. I'm mm. analytical. Um, and I know when I get hurt about something that I'm like all in my head, all in my feelings. So it's designed to help women around these circumstances that we really <coughs> like do our heads in over. Yeah. So, you know, like even getting over a breakup or you know, mm-hmm. dating a series of fuckboys and then just being like, where am I? Like, why Why? Like, why don't any of the good guys like me? And just like taking a break yeah. and working it out. Do you think, you think, um, do you think because you've, obviously you've written that book and you're a dating relationship expert, do you think when you're dating someone, it's kind of like you overanalyze and you try and read them I when you go on your first date, your yeah. second date? And it's, I've spoken to people who are studying psychology and they're really investing like the dating aspect and that part of psychology. And they said they actually can't help themselves. It's just who they are now. Yeah. They've been studying it for four or five years. Yeah. If they're going to date, they're going to do it. And it's just, 
it's just who you are. Do you think like you're like that now with because yeah, this is what you do, you help people, so you can't. Yeah, it's like not. chicken. It's like chicken and the egg. You know, like which came first? Because mm. I'm curious, I'm inquisitive, I'm yeah. analytical, so I'm always going to be like that, um, regardless of whether I'm TBD or not. Um, but yeah, it does come in, into it for sure. Yeah, I can imagine. That. Um, yeah, but um, it's it like it gives you good perspective. But the other thing I say is like. I coach the game. I don't play it. So mm. I make, I make, I make mistakes. Yeah. I make mistakes yeah. that I tell people to avoid. You know, I go in eyes wide open yeah. and I'm like, fuck, like I did that. I well, did the exact same thing. I was, was going to say just to like, cause I've worked in sales for like a really long time. A big part of the, the role is like, you, you're really, you get really good at reading people, mm. body language, tonality. And I think that it's the same way. I just naturally just pick things up very easily in situations, but I don't think it's ever negated from the situation. Mm. I think it just helps a bit more to like pick up on certain cues and, you know, you pick up on certain emotions a bit easier. Later on, like in like nowadays, it helps me to be more discerning when I'm dating. Mm. So yeah. I can cut the shit, like cut the fat yeah. out. Quicker and qu- quicker and quicker. Um, so you want, yeah. When you're at our age, you need to. Oh, 100%. 100%. got time. Yeah, I'd say I'd be really good at reading people, but I'm now single again, so it didn't work out that well. <laughs> um, Aren't we all? <laughs> how did you get into being a relationship and dating coach? So, um, yeah, that was kind of always my passion and it was developing like alongside writing. Like I was always a writer. I was actually a music reviewer for a long time. And then I stopped doing that and was like, I want to write about my own stuff, which is relationships and dating. Started my own website. And then I was just kind of like punching out, a web, uh, punching out an article every week. <coughs> and this was like alongside of the book stuff because I was like, okay, the book's there, but I'm still going to um, produce articles based on like relevant topics, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was just really interested in like what was going on in the dating world and i am always been observant and whatnot. And people have always like people always come to me for advice. Like, I don't know what it is. Yeah. I think it's maybe I'm not judgmental, but like anywhere, like clubs, I find airports. that naturally when I started speaking to you because we hadn't met each other and yep. well, I'd met you through Dwayne. And when I, we started chatting, I just naturally just started te- speaking about it so yep. much. And I was like, it just I happens. even said to Dwayne, I was like, I don't know if I should talk about this. He's like, no, no, just say it. It's I was fine. like, yeah, she won't care. And I, I was love like, it. all right, <laughs> yeah, no worries. And I just went back straight away and started telling you all the shit. Like, I love it. It's a blessing and a curse. But in the end, like, I love it. So, yeah, then... Um, a business coach of mine was like, why don't you go and do this life coaching course? Like, I think this is probably the next step for you because, you know, it's difficult to monetize writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and what you're really good is about is to- like, is talking to people and giving them advice based on their circumstances. And because of this non-judgmental stuff, um, people really relate to you. So I, I did this course and then I knew from the start that I would specialize in dating and relationships. And, Sick. um, before I finished the course, I had clients and yeah, then it just kind of started. That's sick. That's awesome. We should, um, we should basically tell her how you end up introduced into, I introduced the Jess. Yeah. It was very indirectly. It um, was, it was interesting. So I yeah. recently became, so what recent, I keep saying recently, August, I feel like that's quite a long time now. Yeah. Six months. It's like, it's like, you know, when you have, I feel like it's like, you know, when you have a kid and your kid's like three well, years old. No, no, but like, you know when, you know when parents... No, we can't really... You, you know when parents talk about having a kid and said like, oh, he's two years old, they're like, oh, he's 36 months old. I'm oh, like, yeah. it's one of those things. I'm like, oh, it's still really recent. It was not. Yeah. It's been like, you know, it's eight, nine months. It's been like six months. or seven months. Six. It's been six years. And uh, <laughs> I... 
No, I remember I came Sometime. to I came to Bondi and I hadn't really dated before. I've been in two very long-term relationships and I started the whole casual dating. And I remember I came back to the house and I spoke to Dwayne about something because the first date, like second or third date I went on, I ended up having like some pillow talk with this person. And I came back and I felt really unsettled because I didn't know what to give away. <laughs> I didn't know what to give. Thank you for laughing. That's I didn't, a great song, Miguel song, right? Pillow I, talk. I didn't, I didn't know what to Not like. Zian. I was having the conversation. I didn't know what to give away. I was a bit unsettled. I didn't really. And look, whoever's listening, at the end of the day, I was very new to this, like a lot of people are. Yeah. But I, you know, I came back. I had a conversation about it because it's something that just unsettled me. And I said that this person was having pillow talk with me, and I didn't know what to do. Does this mean they wanted something serious? I don't. Like, I don't get it. I'm just out of a relationship. I don't know what to do. And he said to me, "No, it's like it's not. Doesn't mean that." And he gave me your yeah. Instagram, your yep. article. On I pretty much said to you, like, you don't understand. The, be- the best situation you could be in if you're casually dating someone or have this um, fuck buddy. And the best situation you can be in is that whenever you've finished having sex, you don't want to kick them out of the bed. Exactly. Yeah, like, no, 100%. You want, you want to be able to be comfortable and lying yeah. in the bed with them, having conversations that could be talking about things that matter and things that don't. You 100%, know what I mean? 100%. Like, that's the worst feeling you could have whenever you finish, both finishing, like, oh my goodness, I you're actually like, want please, you to yeah, get out. Can you just leave? So Let the fact that... So the, so the fact yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just like, um, so... What time do you work in the morning? Yeah, I yeah. want yeah, all the repeats, yeah. and I don't want you to have any of yeah. that. So that's what I mean. So like when you said that, I was like, mate, like she's just, yeah, she's just, because she enjoys your company, she's just talk, wanted to, wants to talk. Well, yeah. like, that doesn't mean she wants a relationship. That human. doesn't mean she, yeah. Well, from there, And I was like, you know what? To, yeah. Read, read uh, The Boy Detox's uh, article on casual sex casual etiquette. Casual sex etiquette. So this is something I've told. I remember reading this, and I was like, I've sent this what link the to fuck? so many people. I've sent this link to so many people. Yeah. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. Because I felt that so many guys who I speak to... And women. Women and, probably, and, and yeah. Are, women probably I, I speak to guys. a lot of guys like this. I speak to a lot of guys like this. But of course, there are women out there like that. But mm. I speak to a lot of guys and I feel that because maybe they don't understand the etiquette around it, it leads to a lot of complex situations. Like, they just can't be up front. They can't communicate. Mm. They're not ghosting people. This is where probably the whole fuckboy mentality comes from because people don't understand they can just be communicative. So I read this article and I was like, what, I'm fucking mind blown. <laughs> and also, I'm, we're not, I'm not going to give everything away about the article because at the end of this, I'll recommend people go yeah, to that and actually read it because it is definitely definitely worth the read it yeah. really helped mm. me out massively and I'm like you know I was 20 set 28 at the time 28 mm. so you know it can help no matter what but yeah that's how I initially got directed to you and it yeah. uh, really helped me how, that how did you, you can have um, pillow talk and it doesn't mean that they are in love with you so uh, how did you come up with the casual dating etiquette yeah because I, I read it and I was just like because I remember when I first because I I literally read it as soon as you posted it on your story I was like just read it another great article and it's, it's just mind-boggling and again like I said with the subtle art of not giving a fuck you're like you're reading this shit and you're just like fuck it's like how, how am I not already doing this yeah. or because it seems so simple when you actually read it on a like a bit of paper or on your computer screen and it's it's just mind-boggling that we're not obviously doing that like, where did that come from and what's your what's your like actual opinion on it as well mm. just to give the listeners like a bit of an insight as to what Okay, so this kind of came from like a flip side scenario where I was like, however, I don't know what age, like, but I was sleeping with people and they were essentially leading me on Mm. and like behaving like they wanted something Mm -hmm. and it was just sexual and I kept getting caught out in it and I was like, why the fuck can't they just tell me that that's what they want? I'm okay with that. Like, I'm a woman of however many years old. I'm like, 
I'm responsible, I'm intelligent, just tell me. Yeah. It's okay. Like, just tell me, just have the conversation. This is just sex. And, like, you know, how do you want to go about it? Or, or not in those exact words, but, like, let's just enjoy it. And I was just so angry. Had you like, asked? Had you asked, like, where's, I don't wh- think what's so. happening? I don't think so. I don't think I'd, like, I dug into it specifically with any guys. Mm. Um, but mm. I just saw it happening to me a lot. And I was just really, really angry. I was just like, why, why can't we just be nicer to each other? Yeah. Like you're having sex. Sex is quite intimate in the end. And sure, it can be transactional. But it was just like, just be transparent about the circumstances. And um, whatever, the, like, whatever the scenario, be nice. You know, like say thank you. Bring a bottle of wine. Yeah. Um, have a bit of pillow talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think this is a big thing. I think that you're allowed to like, or you're allowed to, you can still have sex with someone, but you can still have a good time while you do it. Like, you know, yeah, bring a bottle of wine. You can communicate. You can organize. You know, it doesn't have to just yeah. be like a booty call. I suppose, unless you want that. But. I suppose when I explored it with men, like male friends, they were like, well, you know, because if you do those things, then they're going to think that you want to get married. And it's just like, no, like we don't yeah. think that. You can yeah. just be like, look, this is, I really like you. I think you're gorgeous. I think you're intelligent. I have a really good time with you. I'm, I, don't, I don't want a relationship with you or I don't want a relationship right now, but I'd love to enjoy this for what it is. And I think by saying that, you give a woman or a man the choice and it's all about the choice. Mm. The choice to say, no, nah, I'm not cool with that. I actually like want a relationship or I want a relationship with you. Therefore, like, no, nah, not good enough for me. Or yeah, cool, let's, let's go forward. But I think when you take the choice away from someone, it's disrespectful. Yeah. 100%. And I also think that <clears throat> when it comes to like casual dating, because I know some people, without throwing names onto the bus, but some people, they are very like, they're not communicative in this area. And in my mind, I'm like, you want to have casual dating. You want to, you know, have fun, enjoy yourself. But I like lying and then having this like anxiety when you speak to this person, you take away from the fun of it anyway. Mm. So what's the point? Exactly. Just by being honest, you then take away the stress. They're going to be A, annoyed at you. You're going to be dealing with messages, starting to resent them because of it. And you're like, fuck's sake, they won't leave me alone. But it's like, well, have you told them? You just want something casual? They're like, well, obviously not. Yeah. Because then they'll stop sleeping with me. I'm like, well, <laughs> well and what's therefore- the fucking point then? <laughs> like, you know what you told me one day and I thought this is so good. It's just like, you know, you know what's really annoying? Like last to realize that it's like a domino effect. Like you're yeah. meant to be looking out for everyone else. Like if you're a dickhead to a girl and then you don't tell her how you feel, you don't tell her that you just want something casual. If you treat her like shit and then you end it with her, the next guy that comes along, she's just going to think you're a piece of shit. Yeah. And then if he tries to actually treat her well or is honest, she's going to be like, what the hell? This it's just like you, you got to treat that girl well 100%. or be honest because whenever you break up with her, if it doesn't work out, when she moves on to the next dude or whatever... The next dude's going to have a good yeah. time because she's had a good experience with the last guy. She's like, okay, the last guy is honest. Yeah. So I'm going to go in this ex- expecting that this guy's going to be honest and she's not going to have these millions of walls up and then be yeah. passive yeah. aggressive and all this sort of totally. stuff. Well, this actually came out. We were having a conversation with one of our we're friends. Helping each other, we were having a conversation with one of our friends and he was seeing this girl and I said to him, like, he's like, oh, I'm like, ghosting her a little bit. I'm like, why? He's like, oh, I want to push her off a little bit. I'm like, why don't you just say you, you want something casual? He's like, oh, because then she'll start sleeping with me. I'm like, well, this is why she's going to hate you. Anyway, he then started seeing this other girl. And he'll know who he is when he's listening to this because we spoke about this. Dim, dim, dim. And then <laughs> Send he start- his Instagram, please. But I and need then, to speak to and him. The, and oh, then well. he started speaking to this <laughs> other girl and he took her on a date and they went back and I said, did you sleep with her? He's like, no. I'm like, cool. How comes? Just out of curiosity. He's like, 
She didn't want to sleep on her first date because she's been going out with a lot of fuckboys who keep ghosting. I'm like, mate, you're all fucking each other over. Yeah. Like, you're lit. Like, it's just a circle of fuck. Just stop it. Just stop the cycles so that other people don't. Because I've been on dates with people now where people assume I'm a dickhead. You yeah, either. Because every. <laughs> Because I'm, ev- I'm teaching him. <laughs> yeah. I'm in his ear. Because every single person before them has treated them like shit. Yeah, I'm like, you're true. doing this to each other. So you mm. can't be annoyed that someone else has left you with the fucking shit that you've got someone else in. Yeah. yeah. It happens you know? to women as well. And, um, you know, sometimes it, you have the choice between, you know, not talking to them or having kind of a hard, difficult, hard, hard conversation with them. And you're just like, maybe I should have the hard conversation with them because then they'll know for the next woman. And that's like doing, that's like paying it forward, you know? Yeah. Oh, 100%. And that's, edu- that's educating it like yeah. one man at a time. Yeah. Call which it, is the um, only thing we can do. Yeah. The, the fuckboy cycle. Mm. We need to like name Eradicate the, them. The fuckboy cycle. Need to. No. Um, yeah, I, I totally get that. We do need to actually, um, yeah, because when you made that point, I was like, that is so true. Cause We've just coined it. You do get into, like, you do speak to women and they're like, oh, yeah, well, I've been fucked over by this guy and this guy. I'm just I'm like, oh, what they do? It's just like, oh, they ghosted or they just weren't, they didn't communicate right. I'm like, yeah. oh, my goodness. And then when when you are that to that girl, she thinks it's the best in the world. It's like we were saying, I've said this to you a couple of times, and there's been a few TikTok videos of, like, girls saying how low their expectations are of men oh, now. Really low? Yeah. Because men literally do the bare minimum and they yeah. think it's the world. I'm just like, this no, is so okay. sad. I'm just like, what, what are we doing? I, I, <laughs> like, I, how, I was, how bad are we as men? Where oh. if you literally text a girl, oh, I had a great night, thank you, that she thinks that's class. Or oh, if you bring like a bottle of wine <laughs> when you're going to like do Thank you for class. letting me use your vagina as a glove. <laughs> <laughs> is the line in the article. <laughs> that's the line in the article. Oh, that's beautiful. Well, fuck. You're a poet. Thank you. You're a poet. That is very poetic. You have seen my vagina. Say thank you. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's so, I remember I'd say to someone, they were having a bad day and I was like, oh, I hope you're okay. Hope you've got someone to speak to. And I basically got, you know, I'm glad there are like people like you in this world. And I was like, all, all I did was say, I hope you're right. Thing is, I've, I've had, every time like someone says that, I always have the, I feel like a need to ask, why is it you were so impressed by why I did that? I'm like, well, you shouldn't be. Mm. But I always have, I, I, I get like, I want to have the conversation sometimes being like, you really like need to just, just have the standards high because that's not like, why well, just did this. Well, it's just what I did. <laughs> it's just normal. It's just normal. And I'm yeah. like, you should just expect more, you know, yeah. don't treat the minimum as a knight in shining armor. And I think that that's, Maybe why people either get into shitty relationships or staying shitty relationships because they think that's all they deserve. Yeah, and but this like is what also creates this um, women hating men cycle mm. because they get yeah. fucked over and they're like, I fucking hate men. Men are trash, which I hate this too. Like, and I have, yeah. have you know, there are some good guys there. There course. are some good guys out there. Of course, there's none in this room, but there are some good guys out there. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Oh, um, sorry. If Oakley was here, I'd definitely say yeah. there was some good just males in this room. Just Jess while she was on, sorry. Her, Apologies. on her talk. Apologies. Sorry, sorry about that. Apologies. That's okay. Um, yeah. You know, there are good men and it is really sad when you hear women walking around saying like, I hate men or men are trash. This is like my experience with guys and it's never going to change. Mm. I mean, to start with, if you if you have that attitude, it's never going to change anyway. Yeah, for yeah, sure. I completely agree with you. But. Um, you sometimes can understand because people, as I said to you, people yep. are molded by their experiences. Yeah, you can understand and, it. Yeah, and your opinion is molded by experiences. So if if they think that way, they've they've either been brought up to think that way, or their experiences through life has brought them to think that way. I think it comes from like not being educated. 
because it's like if 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 In I said to, if I said to a guy it's like you know you can be communicative she'll still <clears throat> you know if all goes well she'll still want to have sex with you sleep with you have fun with you and everything will still be fine then they might you know it might not happen as much like if men were just a bit more educated on the situation and I think that's where is it comes this, is it, is that is that you basing off if she wants more from you or is this just it's 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 them not knowing but not like knowing the likelihood like the likelihood is that. Okay, I can't say the likelihood, but if you're just more honest about it, that person very well, very on, well, honest, honest about what though? Just wants just it want to casual. If yeah. they if they bring it up to you, oh, okay, okay, yeah. Okay, if yeah. they bring it up to you and say, by the way, what is this? And you go, oh, I don't know, like I kind of like I'm open to seeing where it goes, but you know, I'm like really, and you know, it's a very ambiguous statement. You don't mm. want anything with them, and it's like if they were just if you were just educated enough to go, look, you know, you could probably get away with saying what you want to say by saying I just want some sex, but I'm not up having fun. They might go, okay, no worries, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, cool, yeah and that's no the worries. position Easy that I days. was in. And then, and then a whole weight is lifted. You know, don't have this anxiety around conversations. And they know, and you know, you can just be really honest and open. Mm. And it creates, I feel, it opens the door for so many better things with that person. Because then it's like you are just honest about everything. Because yeah. you're like, well, fuck it. It can actually like make the sex really spicy. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah, so I've heard. Um, <laughs> I'm still a virgin, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, well, uh, ab- absolutely. Just um, reading books and stuff. Yeah, it's funny how like honesty... Honesty is actually like, it's like you're closing things off by being honest, but actually you're opening it right up. Of course. 100%. Opening the doors massively. Yeah. I think when everyone on, bo- when on both parties know exactly where they stand, that's literally yeah. most, most of the battle. Yeah. Like I mean, you literally have to know to your be intentions. Fair, to be fair, it is difficult. Like it's difficult to line up, um, you know, a man and a woman who really don't have any other intentions for each other. And mm. even though they are sleeping together, nothing happens like no like no hormones take control and neither of them fall in love with each other like it it is rare but um you know we can hope for it yeah and all you can do is like keep checking in i guess and keep being transparent like i think transparency is the key yeah transparency and like and being just being nice well where do you think this has come we didn't touch on this but where do you think this has come from why do you think people treat people like that why is there an innate feeling to just be like she's asked me something or I don't know I, I don't hear much about men dealing with this from women so this is just coming from me like I don't really hear men complaining much about women doing that obviously you know there's the odd case but why do you think people do that where does that come from I think there's this like somehow this really like deep-seated feeling that men need to trick women into sex therefore they do xyz that they need to do like they yeah that they need to kind of like tick the boxes before they can get in their in her pants yeah Mm. and women know that so they like make them do the things but it doesn't necessarily match up you know where does that where does that come from then i think this is from like this is like traditions of men and women being men and women yeah from like marriage and it's like high it's high like religion from like from i don't know early 90s it's high society has brought us all up to be like i was saying earlier it's Mm. like Men must be dominant. They must be dominant to protect, um, provide, all that sort of stuff. And you've always been taught throughout generations. You go to school, you go to university, or you get your trade, you get a job, you find your girlfriend, you marry them, and then that's just the process. It's like I was saying, men almost have to like innately feel like they have to tick boxes mm-hmm. before they feel like they're worthy, whereas innately women naturally will just 
go towards the men without feeling as if they need to have boxes ticked. But we still look for those cues because mm-hmm. that's, for some reason, those are the cues that are, like, inbuilt in us. Like, okay, he's taken me, like, out for a date. We've gone for a second date. We've gone for drinks. I've met his friends, whatever. Now it's, like, safe mm. to sleep with him. But, yeah, it's just kind of all these embedded rules that we've and labels that society has kind of placed on us which are not necessarily valid anymore. Mm. Yeah, because I feel like when you said, when you just touched on it there when it, you were talking about how you go through these processes of like going your first date, your second date, there used to be this thing about the third date rule before you, rule. you put out. I'm just like, oh. Yeah. So what my argument used to be about I this is... I finally changed that. Mm. I, I don't do three dates anymore. <laughs> um, what, what I used to say to people, or, and a lot of my female friends as well, because they're just like, yeah, I'm going to make them wait. I'm just like, to be honest with you, if a guy really wants to have sex with you, he will go on three dates. He of will course. go. On, yeah. He will go He'll on four dates. He'll, He'll go on five. He'll go on forty-five. He will go on if he really. And make the longer you make him wait, if you're hot, he will. He will go and he'll sleep with you and he'll. And that will be it. Leave. And he'll still and go he'll still leave. But that's the thing. It comes down to intention, right? And it also comes down to the fact that you're putting so much value on your vagina. Yeah. To be the yeah. thing that you're commodifying yeah. sex essentially. You're, li- you're literally making it turn it into like a, like a as you said a commodity. Whereas like if I give him my pussy, sorry, mum. Um, he's he's just gonna leave. It's like, well, that's something you need to deal with. You need to be offering this dude more than like the fact that you're trying to wait five days before you have sex with him. That says more about you, yeah, and not him. You know what I mean? It's like if you're perfectly comfortable that you could keep this dude, yeah, then why why are you waiting five days? I think if that, you if you really want to do it, it before that, it's not that, the right guy. Yeah, it's not I think, the right I think guy. that creates the issue as well with holding sex because you think that's the only thing left before mm. it breaks down. This yeah. is such that, a good that's what ruins. Yeah. That's what ruins us. And I've had this conversation before and I'm like, if you don't want to, do, fair enough. But if it's to do with because you think you need to withhold it mm. to hold on to them, I'm like, that's already ruined the that's situation. Wrong, yeah. And I'm like, nah, it's, you know, yeah. And for I'll, some I'll, reason, I'll you, that's talk. another thing that's instilled in women as well. Um, and I kind of, yeah, I kind of get it from one side of the coin because the longer you have to spend time with, with somebody, mm. you know, if they're actually interested in you, if they're interested in more than like seeing you naked, then the more time you spend with them, the more time they have to like, for lack of, of better words, fall in love with you and fall in love with your personality or like understand what your values are, understand like that you're funny or yeah. X, Y, Z yeah. um, before you like get into bed with them. What's your thoughts on sex in the first date? Sex in the first date. I was was actually going to say, before you lead on to that, in terms of casual sex, if you could leave with like your big three, what would be your, I don't know, to summarize the the big important points about casual sex etiquette? Casual sex etiquette. Say thank you. Say thank you. I'm very thankful every time. Say, yeah, say thank you. you. I thought you were still a virgin. Like in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Say. In my dreams. (laughs) If I were to have sex, if you were to have sex, I would you'd be, be thankful be every time. Yeah, 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 I thought yeah, so. You're yeah, a great yeah. guy. I'm so, yeah, Say I'm thank you. It could just be as simple as like just checking you got home last night. Okay, yeah. I yeah. had a really great time. Yeah, good to see you. Simple. So say thank you. Um, Uber some McDonald's or something. That's even nicer. <laughs> say thank you. Um, what else? It's not wrong to turn up with a bottle of wine, tub of ice cream, some massage oil, whatever. Like just to make it. <laughs> Just to make the sex be... Sex is not transactional. It never should be. Even mm. if it is casual sex. So, uh, tra- transactional sex is boring and that, you know, that's for prostitutes. Very true. No disrespect to the yeah. sex industry. Um, but yeah, there's nothing wrong with spending some time that you 
with the person that you want to have sex with. Um, and what can my third thing be? Is just be communicative. Be I think, honest. I think that's probably the biggest thing. Just yep. fucking say what's on your mind. And also, like, if your feelings change about it, so, you know, say that you have a casual sex kind of arrangement and your feelings change, you're like, actually, I kind of like you. Mm. Or I'm over it. Mm. Don't like the sex anymore. Just let them know either way. If you don't want to have... If it's not that you don't want to have... You haven't got feelings for them, but you don't want to have sex with them anymore, how would you bring that up? A what? So casual sex... You're having casual sex with someone. It's not that you've got feelings for them, but you just don't want to sleep with them anymore. For, for whatever reason... Or you- it's you, not because you, you have feelings for them. You just want to end it. Yeah, you just want to end it. How it's would you have that? Like, like goes on the communication. But yeah. how, how would you say that just for like people listening? Because <coughs> um, that, that's a big thing to why people would go. It's ghost. a really big thing. Um, and this is something that you can do right or wrong. I'd just be like, yo, can we go get a drink or a coffee? And like, just say, you know, I've, I've had a really good time with you, but I just want to let you know it's not really working for me anymore. And I know that seems serious. Yeah. Like, okay. Or, I mean, give them a call. Whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. if you've been sleeping with them for two years, and this has happened to me before, you know, like I've been sleeping with someone casually for two years. Like, probably meet you want to have, a, you want to have like a conversation. Face face, yeah. 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 That's if, fair. Two years is a while. Yeah. But I was thinking more like three, four months, which I know a lot of people would be going through. Give them a call. I mean, gauge their feelings. Like, if I guess it's subjective. Shit, yeah. You know what I mean? You got, you got to know what the dynamics of your relationship with them. Um, with them, what this girl is, or vice versa, what this guy is. So I think you just have to go based on the dynamics of the relationship, what your feelings are for each other, how how much you respect them, yeah, and then make your decision on how you communicate. That's kind end of in the relationship. That's kind of something else that I go hard hard about in the in the articles. Like, get the fuck over yourself. Like, a lot of guys think that you know you've had casual sex with them, you've had a great time. Yeah, both of you've had a great time. You had a couple of wines. Da da da. Not every girl is planning your wedding. Yeah, exactly. Yes. We're not. Yes. Yeah, you're We're not, not as good as you think yeah. you are. At the like, what? They're not? Nah. I'm absolutely heartbroken. <laughs> Even if we do have... Because oxytocin affects women more... Oxytocin? Oxytocin, yeah. What's that? It's like a chemical, a chemical reaction, reaction. Chemical reaction in our brains after we come. Yeah. Okay. And it, you we're basically... Take drugs and shit Women like are basically fucked. Women are fucked because... It links more ferociously with estrogen than it does with testosterone. Testosterone, mm. it oh. lasts for like 14 minutes. Um, for women, it lasts for like something like seven days. Or that's why they get digmatized. Yes. <laughs> there you go. It's, it's, seriously, it's, a, it's, it's, like, it's science. Because, they, because they, they must like have that feeling for longer than us. Seriously. So it's, then it if is it's science. good, then they just yeah. end up in a world they're just thinking about it for, for five, six days. Yeah, so even if, you know, after five, okay, six I mean, days... I imagine that's what happens. Yeah, anyway. your mate's got some great science, <laughs> doesn't he? Your, your, your mate's got some great science. If they're thinking about you even for like a couple of days later, don't Digmatized. like... Don't, we're not planning a wedding. We're just like, we had a great time, you that's know, fair. so just get over yourself. That's fair, okay. And but I think because guys think, oh, they had a great time. She's probably planning my wedding. Then they like pull back. And I'm like, oh, I can't see her again. Like, mm. I can't take a bottle of wine. I can't do this, that, the other. Fair enough. I think you can always take a bottle of wine. Yeah. Okay. Um, sex on a first date. That's what we were talking about before we went back to this to finish that yeah. up. What's your thoughts? I know I put a poll out before. Shoot to kill. Mon- I mean, I've had sex on the first date before and like many times. Yeah, yeah. And I've like, done that a few times. 
I remember, I remember you put <laughs> up your poll and Jack messaged me and he was just like laughing. <laughs> he was just like Dan's story. And I was like, mate, I've already messaged him. We're just creasing. Oh, is it the body count? Can- no, no, this no, no, is no, just no, no. the, he put up a poll saying in like, in his opinion, he thinks sex in the first date is completely fine. I'd- and then da- uh, Jack sent me it and I was just like, oh, I've already messaged him. Don't worry. Yeah. Look, it, it I is fine. What, I don't know what Dwayne's talking about here. <laughs> I have no idea what he's talking about. It is fine. You never Come know what's going to happen. Mm. Like, I, like yeah. I had sex with, um, my ex and was with it like completely in love with him and was with him for four years. Mm. So T- tell me if I'm wrong here, um, but I sometimes think that when you do have sex on a first date, it's like I don't know, like a weight's lifted a little bit. I find that that like everything's kind of I don't know what what's makes you a bit think, more sense. Do you think there can be benefits to it if the person is up for it? Because I always feel that afterwards, if that does happen on the occasion, that it's like. All, all cards are open. What What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I suppose so. It uh, means you know that I've you might just feel free to. No, I disagree because then if I think you're if you send all cards are open when they have sex, that means that's all that were, that was there to open. Like there's more to people. You've said we've had this conversation. No, already. we have. But I was really curious to, to hear Jess's opinion. Like, I was just like, curious. I was just curious. It's like if you're saying, "Oh, we've had sex and all cards open," that means you're just assuming that that's all she has to offer. To, okay. As a to be fair, they're, they're, she's, they're, only, she's only giving a physical part of her body, which is probably. And also, usually be, sex gets better after. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, this is coming from when I first started dating. Later on, it wasn't like this. When I first started, this is the feeling I was having. Yeah. Um, to be fair, this is the feeling I got in the beginning stage, I think because I was very new to dating. Mm. So it felt like, I don't know, I guess that's all I was going for at the time. All I did know that I could, the, the only enjoyment I could get out of it was that. But I guess now that through experience and, you know, it's only been like eight, nine months, but my opinion's definitely changed on that. But yeah. I mean, I don't think like it's necessarily, I wouldn't say like, oh yeah, everything's way better if you have sex straight away. Like yeah. I would tend I tend to say the reason that I think it's better to hold off having sex is A, you get to know each other better on a deeper level. Like mm. Yeah, that's a good point. Values matching, like working out what your personality is beyond the bedroom. But also if you are um, dating to be in a relationship, you only have this sense of mystery and this sense of like first times once. So to draw it yeah. out, as long as you can. Yeah, mm. I appreciate that now. Yeah, I do definitely appreciate that now more than before. Yeah. I think it like... That's a good point. I think maybe that built, yeah, it builds that a bit more this, suspense. That's sexual and tension. Like, yeah. You're never going to get that back. You it, know, what if you marry this person, you're with them for 20 years and you fucked on the first date? But you know what? It's like, it, it, depe- it depends what, what the intentions are on, on both sides. Like, if you literally are just there to fuck, like, you don't care about the sexual tension. The sexual tension for the three hours in the bar in, in Bondi is, is more than enough. Yep. Yep. Whereas if you're dating to find a relationship, then the sexual tension is worth it. Like I've when I've when I've been in a, a headspace where I'm looking for a relationship, yeah. Like the dating that I the dates that I went on didn't have sex and stuff like that leading up to it, it was it was great. Like my last girlfriend, we didn't have sex until the fifth date. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. And it was like that whole build up, kissing loads. Going on dates, having it's a good time. Super sexy. It's like yeah, you're in high true. school, this, right? You uh. headphones. Um, and just all that sort of stuff building up. And when it finally happened, it was just like, that was great. Yeah, it's very true. And obviously, like, true. sex gets better as it goes on. But it's just like that build up. And then, yeah, just knowing someone on more than a physical level, it just adds to, even for the first time, 
I imagine the first time, once you build up that sort of rapport and relationship with someone over three or four or five dates, yeah. the first time you have sex with them is going to be better than if you were to do it in the first date. That's fair. Mm. This is also coming from, in my beginning stage, also coming from someone who'd come out of pretty much two back-to-back relationships covering mm. like eight and a half years of my life. So that's probably why that thought was there in the beginning stage. I think it was more of just out of a relationship. and You just wanted to get one away. Just Yeah, just or looking eight. to have fun. Yeah, just looking to yep. have fun. But, what, um, fair too. what dynamic did you meet your, your exes in though? Um, my... I met her in London. I was working as a street fundraiser and I was a team leader. This was like five years ago and she joined my team for one day. Ah. And then the other one before that was... One day. That's impressive. I know, one day, mate. That's all it takes. <laughs> at the end of, she's only human at the end of the day. <laughs> Dong dang. Yeah. Yeah. Of these. yeah, if she's listening to this, I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, she won't be. Um, and then my one before that, you're crying, I'm not crying. And then the one before that... Um, oh, met through friends and like school. We were like 17, 18. So that was just through friends. Yeah. Mm, so it wasn't like a first date situation. No, I'd, ne- I'd yeah. never been on dates. Like I'd never done dating. I'd been introduced through people or met at work or stuff like that. I'd never been on like an actual date. My first one was when I was in, I'd moved in here and the, and the person listening to this will know. And uh, yeah, I remember I was so nervous. First dates, and if you've never done it before, 28 years old. You got never... smashed before you went as well, didn't no, you? No, that, that was one of the dates. I got, so, right, this is a story. So I was here smashed. and I went to meet this individual. Can yeah. you turn it down, the voice a little bit? It's very yeah. loud. Just a tiny, uh, up a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. And I remember I um, was going to meet them and I had like a few, vog- back in the beginning stages, I was like, I need to be a bit more like, lubricated so well that uh, is a good word lubricated yeah yeah and I had a few drinks as well Uh, so I made myself a few vodka lime sodas I remember having like two and when you self pour you know it's usually like double shots so I had like three and I was like this is is nice it tastes really good so I had like a fourth one and I was like oh I'm I'm getting the flavour now this is this is good and then he was like mate you you probably you probably don't need to drink anymore I went no no I'm good man I'm good I drank more I had about like eight shots of vodka in total before I went maybe eight to ten and then I poured a soda water bottle full of vodka and soda water about that much vodka and I drank it in the Uber on the way there and I turned up and she wasn't there for about 10 minutes and I was pissed as fuck. You had to get water, didn't you? I called him. I was putting loads of chewing gum in my mouth. I was like sprinting on the spot thinking that was going to get the, um, sweat the booze He's out. A child. And then she He's turned. A child. And then, and then she turned. He's and a then child. She, yeah. And then she turned I up. I wish I was there. <laughs> she turned up and, uh, the bar we were going to go in was couldn't get in because there's oh, no table God, service exactly yeah and then and then i took her to a random bar and she was like have you booked anywhere and i went yeah 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 i quickly oh. went on my phone and Dwayne before was going on a date with someone and he was like don't go to the winery in surrey hills do not go there and they have a really easy booking service for anyone who wants to go on a <laughs> random date if you haven't booked anywhere just saying surrey hills the winery really easy booking service we're not sponsored by them and I, and I went to a random bar and she was like well where's the place after this I went I'm just going to go to the toilet so I went up booked a table at the winery and he said to me do not turn up we turn up I walk upstairs and I walk I see him and I walk round his table and I just see him go why the fuck is my housemate here and then I remember going downstairs and he just ignored me he just ignored me pretend well, he didn't see me but then after I went back upstairs and I walked round again and he went, mate, what the fuck are you doing here? And I was like, oh, man, I don't know. I'm just really fucking hammered. And my date was just like, what are you doing? And then she was like, is your, have you, are you on a date? And he was like, yeah. It's like, is she downstairs? And he was like, yeah. She's like, get the fuck back downstairs, <laughs> you absolute weirdo. And then she was like, why, why are you, why up are you here? fucking so drunk? I was like, I don't He know. was like, so lit. I was like, that's so sad. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was. Uh, it was Dan. Very, it was very funny. That was uh, that was me last year. That was the only time that's ever happened where I've been that pissed. Since then, I've been very fine to like. I'll have like a drink beforehand. I feel like this could be a good article for me. Like mm. bars that you can book really short notice. Like, yeah, for when I you're can. Um, up on a date. Yeah. If I were to go on dates, yeah, I would, if you were, I would. I could tell you some. Yeah. Yeah. Ravisi's is really good. I've heard. Never been. What so. about you? When you're on dates, do you book up front? Like you're organised. Um. Yeah, I'd rather. I'm pretty much i'm quite organized i think it's more more since covid i've been a little more right right i need to like find a bar that you can book because my worst idea of a first date would be or any date would be to go up to a bar that you can't book and then you can't get in it's like i was thinking so would it be awkward being in like a queue with them you're just waiting yeah it would be so awkward standing the queue it is something that women look for as well like yeah it's like you want to be organized so i all i all if i'm going if i'm ever going to go on a date it has to be somebody that does bookings now, especially with COVID. Has to be. Yeah. And if it's not, I'll just have to find somewhere else. Yeah. Or we'll get, like we'll get there a little bit early. No, because I no. Why, yeah. why That's something that women look for as well on first dates, like when they're yeah. you know um, working out whether it's worth it. Is if the guy has made the effort. The effort, yeah. Yeah, I always book. Like I'd always book somewhere, like in advance. I've, yeah, because I've um. I've spoken to a girl before where I was like, oh, let's go on a date. And they loved the fact that I was just like, right, we're going this. Is that when you're free? Yeah. Tomorrow. Right, we're going tomorrow. 7 p.m. I booked your table. And there she was just like, I actually love that. Yeah. And I was like, when's the second date? I've got an idea. Yeah. Got the second date. Boom. This. Tomorrow. The love dungeon. And they were just like, here you go. <laughs> yeah, because women just like to know that they're, <laughs> that they're worth the effort. Yeah, for sure. And mm. it's not even like, it, ha- it doesn't even have to be something like super convoluted or really mm, yeah. expensive or whatever. It's just like, I have an idea. It's like a picnic on the hill in Bondi with a couple of ciders, mm. my dog, whatever. The but simple as long things as you in life. are saying, I yeah. have this idea, it's, it's thoughtfulness. Yeah. Um, mm. I think just to go back a little bit on just to finish on sex on the first date, I think that a lot of people judge sometimes people on doing that. And so, like I know, men do it against women. Mm. Maybe women do it against men, but I know it's a big thing that I hear against blokes. Oh, she does it on the first date, or if she slept with you know a number of people. And I'm always just like, yeah, moving. I just think because women are that, owning their sexuality, put men have a problem. Yeah. It's like the, they want to. If you personally, you want a girl to have sex on the first date, but yet you judge the girl yep. knowing that she's Double doing standard. it, with, yeah, doing with other people. Also, what's like the you want a girl to have sex on the first date? Yeah. So what's the idea? The idea of her doing it with another dude in the first date. You, exactly. The you have sex on the first date. What's the issue if they yeah. do it? Like, what's the That's problem? That's a very deep-seated double standard that, yeah. that you know, needs to be unpacked. But, um, yeah, it does happen. And women are really worried about whether they have – if they have sex on the first date. You know, like, you have <laughs> one drink, three drinks, and then you kind of, like, lose a bit of your judgment. Mm. So even if you think, I'm not going to have sex with them on the first date, kind of goes out the window. You do it, and then you like – the next day, you're like, fuck, fuck I shouldn't yeah. have done that because – you know, I want to see where it goes and yeah. they're going to judge me. But, but the then if they're going to judge you, then they're not the dude. Yeah, if they're going to judge they're you, the then guy. they're not, not the dude. And yeah. if, they don't, if they don't get enough from the first date where they, where that, where they know that they like you, mm. then... Or oh, willing to go on this, another date or whatever. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to want to go on another date anyway. Yeah. Have you got any really funny dating stories? <laughs> where do I start? <laughs> if you were to give us like your top... Try and think of like one particular that sticks in your mind. A really funny, funny fucking dating story. We might have to come back to that because there's okay. several. Okay. We'll okay, okay, yeah, yeah, we, we but, can come back um, to it. I don't know. Like you might need to okay. like. But like touching the, the 
Cool. The first date thing. That like almost segues into like the online dating thing. Um, great one. Okay. And yeah, because I'll be able to remember that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I've uh, I've obviously I've recently like downloaded one of the apps and just a lot of swiping. Yeah. A lot of diamonds, like trying to find the diamond yeah. in the rough. When this goes live, your phone will start digging once they hear you. Say that. <laughs> it's like I'm swiping. <laughs> Mate, all these yeah. notifications um, have just come up. Just so you know, I'm on Hinge. Just, <laughs> that's the only one I'm on. So if you see anyone on Tinder and Bumbo, at Dwayne Kerr. At Dwayne Andrew Kerr. Yeah, Dwayne that's me. Andrew Kerr. He is a single dad as well. Um, yeah, got a pug. But no, I'm. I recently downloaded Hinge like a few weeks ago when I was out with the lad for on Valentine's Day. For Ladentine's Day. Ladentine's. And um, yeah, downloaded it. And yeah, there's just, the, the market's very saturated. There's a lot of, um, there's a lot of people on there. And mm. I, I mean, find, yeah. well, I'm, which, which I'm quite, quite curious about because obviously being a guy, you only see it from your point of view. And I've like asked some of my female friends, like, oh, what's it like, what's it like in your side? And I'm, I'm happy to say that we have definitely got it better than they do. Like, well, in terms of in terms of their options, mm-hmm. if we're like if we're like forty forty no's and one yes, they're probably like a hundred no's and one yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, and then out of that one, like they, probably, they won't reply. Yeah, they probably won't reply. Uh, <laughs> it's true. ridiculous. But yeah, so it's just like how do you how do you stand out whenever there's just so many people like on that app? Like how be authentic. But like, for example, Tinder and Bumble, all you've got pictures, all, all you got are pictures. Like some people even, don't have a bio either. Some people just bio, like, yeah. come on, put in mistake. a bit of fucking effort. Mm. Biggest mistake. So the thing about um, dating apps, you know, is that they give you like, you know, four or eight opportunities to make, like, to stand out. Yeah. Four or three photos and four or three text. So like my biz- biggest advice is use the text to your advantage. Mm. Um, the biggest things that I reply to on dating apps are um, yeah. when there's like a question. Just changing my apps right now as you speak. <laughs> there we when go. When there's a question that's kind of like interesting. So when there's when there's like the two two truths and a lie, that's an easy one to respond to. It's a very think, easy one. If you yeah, think they're hot, mine. yeah. If you think that if, if if you think they're hot, then I go to that straight away. You know, like and you just guess. Um, Otherwise, like, say something, like, that's different about you. Yeah. Because on, on my Hinge profile, I obviously have the, it's like six photos you have of yourself. And then you have yeah. three questions. So yeah. one, so one is I'm regular at, and it's just my job. The that's second one. That's fucking boring. Change it. No, but <laughs> what? That's I'm regular funny. at my job. That's funny because people are like, you should exceed at your job. It's like, I'm regular at my job. That's so boring. I, I hate you. Like, <sighs> okay. But that's yes. I've that, just felt asleep. That's the one at the bottom. <clears throat> that's the last one at the bottom. Okay. Um, the first one is, it's like, what if I told you? And then my, my response is, if you were, it says, what if I told you that if you were to write a message instead of just liking a photo, we might have like a better Perfect. chance of connecting. Love it. Provocative. I actually almost wanted to steal that because that's yeah. so good. Of course, Provocative. Of course. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's very good. Yeah. Yeah. And you can, make, yeah. them, make them think about what they're doing on the app. Because even if like, you know, a lot of us are drunk when we're going through them, like it's just like, oh, it's yeah, saucy, yeah. boom. And then my second one is just standard two tooths and lie. And it's yeah, um, always good. my feeder size 13. I was born in Jamaica and I have an Irish accent. Love it. And um, yeah, pretty much everyone gets that wrong. They all assume I have size 13 feet. <laughs> <laughs> As you can imagine. Oh, I hate him sometimes. <laughs> I just fucking hate him. Oh my god! Nothing you pisses me off more than when you you comment on someone's picture or you comment on a comment, and they they just do like 
so and so has invited you to chat. chat like yeah. fucking lazy ass. Yeah, you're a piece of shit. Yeah. I made the first move, so you yeah, you have should to be make sp- another move. Exactly. Yeah. So you made a good you made a good point, Daniel, today about um Oh thanks, mate. About why if there were occasions, that's what I remember. Oh thanks. Um actually I don't even remember it. Mum, I've good. made it. Um no, you were saying something about how women probably don't make that much of an effort because they probably uh, get a lot more guys. Yeah. Because they're, they're messaging they're, them because they're because they they've got the front like we're on the back yeah. foot more it's than they are. It's not the case. You know well, I, I I always think of it like we're, women are in a crowded room with men. They're getting DM twenty four seven. They probably don't care enough to make the first move. They'll just like it and be like, I'll wait for the guys to come flipping. It's not in. really the case anymore, and a lot of women are actually frustrated with the way that <coughs> men don't respond to them on dating apps. Yeah. Um. So they're like, why should I bother? You know. Mm. I think that's Wait, sorry, pers- what? Would you be able to repeat that? Um, it's not the case. And women are getting more and more frustrated with the fact that people, that men don't respond to them mm-hmm. on dating apps. Like, And it's not so much like heaps of women. I'm um, sorry, women in a crowded room with a lot of men. Because men just don't. I mean, it's an app where you have to text back. Yeah. So men are not going to be great at that. But from, but from my experience, I'm, I would count myself as a good texter. And um, from my experience, I find that in general, the women's chat isn't very good, mm. to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Like, I find I'm carrying a lot of the conversation. If I find someone that actually is responding well, I'm That's like, a, I was like, yeah. abnormally. I was like, what? Abnormally. This yeah. is great. Like, I'm actually having a conversation. One of one is not two word answers or asking questions yeah. and they're not taking five days. Well, it's like, am I, am I having to prove myself in this situation? Is this why I'm getting really bland responses? Do I need to like prove to get to a certain like, Yeah, I don't need to like, like, yeah, have yeah. like good banter or whatever. But yeah, from, exactly. from my experience, even when I was using dating apps like a few years ago, just recently back on it, like I find like just having that conversation and was just very, very difficult for some strange reason. Mm. And I'm just like, You've obviously matched me because you find me attractive. Like, if you didn't find me attractive, why are you going to match me? It could be serial swiping. Mm. Could be that. Could be that. But it's just like, it's not like, it's not like you're going up to a bar in a random club and you just talk to this hot bird and she just doesn't find you attractive. Like, you let you can look at the yeah. profile before you say left or right. Yeah. And you've chosen to go right. So, yes. Yeah, so, like, why would you not try and... Because for me, I'm not swiping right for someone I don't find attractive. I'm not going to have a conversation with. I feel like we actually should treat dating apps more like it is meeting someone at the, at at the bar, bar yeah. or at a gym. That's what I because do. Because it is. But you have more insight into their yeah. lifestyle yeah. or per- personality, quote-unquote, um, via you know clues that dating apps give us. But for some reason, you know, we just swipe, swipe, swipe and then leave it. What have you got up on your laptop? Um, I'm saying this is my um, tips for using dating apps well. Go. Okay, okay, go Let's on. So number uh, one is be relevant, which is what, yeah. what we just discussed. So yeah. re- respond to something mm-hmm. that you see in photos or text. Go on. Number two is ask a question because yeah, 100%. that's always like going to, well, hopefully it's going to get a response. If it doesn't get a response, then fuck it. There's not 100%. much you can do with that. Exactly. And I mean, that's what that's how we judge interest when we go on dates, is if people are asking questions, are inquisitive yeah. about you, mm-hmm. then that shows interest. Yeah. Number three, be cute, charming, or nice. Like if you can't, if you can't be relevant because there's not enough information and if you can't think of a question to ask, then just be nice. Just be like, hey, Andrew, Speak, cute smile, yeah. happy Wednesday, whatever it is. Um, and then, like, another point on ask a question is 
if you don't have anything to ask a question about from their pictures, just ask something provocative. Like, what three things would you take with you to live on a desert island? Okay. Something like that. Because if they're interesting, then they're going to respond well. Yeah. And it's going to give you some insight into their personality and their likes, dislikes. And number four is shoot to kill. Because, like, you may as well. You, like, you might never see them again. And you probably won't. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah there's no point overthinking the situation. Yep. Just go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like those. I like that. Shoot to kill. Awesome. What other, what other points have we got? Um, I've got quite a lot. I want to go into the, cre- the question and answer stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, yeah. obviously, like, on our side and also TBD's side, okay. aka the boy detox, she has pushed out to her followers questions that yeah, they wanted to good. ask men and vice versa with us and the screenshots that she sent us were quite good and should we do like a round each or should we do um yeah i feel like the questions i have we've kind of covered but i i have like one one here that i am that i like to ask but um do you want to go first Daniel or... You're the guest, Jess. Okay, let me start with... What's the deal with younger women? I'm so much sexier and confident in my 30s versus my 20s. Um, Boys, you, you're both in your 20s, eh? Yeah, yeah it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be something that I could we, we could really relate to. I'd, yeah, that's not really... But I know... I could imagine mm. the reason why older men go for younger women is because probably... Shiny things. Shiny things. Shiny you're shiny. less, like, experienced, so you're a bit e- more easily swayed... And it's just easier than having like, a deep and meaningful conversation. You can just get your underway and do what you want. That's, I, that's probably why people do it. I'm, I'm, my answer is completely different. Oh. I'm probably, I probably obviously thought about this before I talked, but um, I think I'm not, I'm not talking about myself. Here. It's definitely <laughs> not me. I don't like. I think with when it comes to that, if she's saying that men are going for younger women, I think it's, it's a, it's a time in your life thing. Mm-hmm. So if she's. Oh, yeah. meeting these 30 year olds who are going for younger men it's literally not because it's her it's just because they aren't ready to settle down yeah. you know if they're going for someone who's in their 30s 35 like they're not going to be looking to just go for well they could be but relatively speaking they're not going to be wanting to just yeah. fuck around where they know if it's a 20 odd year old early 20s 25 the likelihood of them not wanting something serious is a lot higher and it means they're able to have fun with this hot hot girl, have some sex, where, and the likelihood of that there's going to be commitment mm. is very low. And, yeah, I think, and I think that's why older men in their early 30s, whatever, will go for younger because they're not, just not ready to commit. I think it's a commitment thing. It's not just because uh, it's shiny and new because every woman that you see is going to be new woman is shiny and new. Just because you're older doesn't mean you're not shiny and new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's like science very ages. But you know what I mean? It's like if they're younger... They're just not going to want commitment. Less likely to want commitment. And mm-hmm. that's obviously mm-hmm. what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I think. Well, this anyway. is a good one then. Are they conscious of being shit guys when they are? And if so, what is the motive of some of them pretending to be good go- guys when they know they'll behave badly? Some people, I think, do realise. Mm. I think some people consciously know. I think it's just more like it's the path of least resistance or the one that causes less conversations is just being a bit of a dick via like ghosting being a bit distant where like having that communication having those conversations is the harder path to go down 
So it's not that I think they are intentionally trying to be a dick, but they're intentionally not trying to cause themselves more stress than needed without realizing that other person is being affected by that. Mm-hmm. I think it's a very self, like a self, it's very self-serving. self-serving. It's very mm-hmm. self-serving. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, that's Can you read the second part of that again? Um, and if so what is the motive of some of them pretending to be good guys when they know they'll behave badly did I ask that question I think um, self-serving I think self-serving yeah I think yeah yeah, girls girls say that they don't want um, I think yeah I think they're just they're pretending to be a good guy thing is just yeah as you said self-serving they know it's going to stead, stead them well in the mm. future. It's like, if I pretend to be a good guy, I'm going to get to have sex with this girl. Yeah, this kind of all goes back to the transparency thing, right? Yeah. yeah. I think it's what they realize. Yeah, I think it just comes down to transparency, transparency and communication. It's them not realizing that they can be a good guy and still get what they want out of the situation because that can come across quite attractive. Communication. And I think, and there's, a thing, there's a thing going around where... Um, <coughs> Uh, people are just like, why Why do girls seem to go for bad guys, quote-unquote? And it's just like, because girls, like when they go for bad guys, they know exactly what they're getting. Mm. It's like, if you're a bad dude, they know that you're not going to commit. They know that it's just going to be sex. Whereas like, the good guy is a dangerous one. Because the good guy is the one that comes in, pretends mm. to be everything that they need and want, everything that they've hoped and dreamed, everything that... That the princess in the Disney films yeah. are experiencing, and then, then they're actually not. It's the ones that pretend to be good that are the issue. Whereas the ones that are bad guys get the bad rep, but they're actually the ones that are very honest about who they That's are and what they want. Soft boy versus fuck boy. Good one. How how would you define a fuck boy? How, so fuck how boy. How does TBD define a fuck boy? Okay, so fuck so fuck boy to me is like, <coughs> you know, you're fine. Like, cause it's it, they're usually pretty obvious. Mm. Like. Um, they carry themselves like fuckboys, they behave like fuckboys, they make noises like fuckboys, you know, like, and you know what you're getting with them. Um, and it's usually pretty obvious, whereas with soft boys, they go in... Wait, sorry, just to go back, what, what, how would you define a fuckboy? Like, what would you say that some of the traits are? Because I know that this is quite like a thing that loads They want sex. That's pretty much it. They but want sex and they're non-committal. I would... Uh, this is how I would define it. You could disagree, which you will if you disagree. Um, I think it's just intentions. This is what I think. I think it's like lying yeah. about your intentions. I think it's okay to just have sex with someone, but I think it's when you get asked about it and you're lying about your intentions. I 100%. think that's what creates this um, thought that, you know... Yeah, that's what I think creates this fuckboy definition. 100%. But I think that fuckboys are actually better at being transparent about their intentions, whereas softboys are not. It's like, it's more complex, What's a soft more boy? convoluted. The softboys are the ones that will, will come on like, as in, I want to date you. I care about you. I miss you. I want to see you. Um, like, how's your mom? Like, how's your dog? Where's blah, no blah, actions? Blah. Yep. Kind of vibe? Yep. Huh. And that's way worse because it fucks us over. Because you're like, oh, this guy actually likes me. Like, he's making noises like he likes me. Like, he's saying X, Y, Z. But then he's not following through. And sometimes he is following through. And it's just really confusing. Mm. Whereas a fuckboy is is much more straight down the line. Yeah, I guess my um, eyes saw fuckboy is different. 
Yeah. How do you say fuck boys? I think it's just the same, just intentions. Yeah, I, th- I, I would say... Intentions and transparency, I would yeah. say. Yeah. I, think it's, I think it comes down to being like, I thought he liked me. It's like, yeah, but I think as long as you say your intention, there's nothing wrong with what you're doing. Because that, that other person has the option to walk away from that situation. You're giving them that option. By lying about it, that's what's creating this deception, this mixing of emotions, this yeah. like, you know... And I think the soft boy is like creating... Yeah. It's, it's more emotional manipulation and more deception. Um, and a fuckboy is like deception, is, but it's a bit easier to spot. In terms of... Like, you, you can just tell. Like, I always say the word, like, the only bad thing about a fuckboy is if they don't fuck. You <laughs> 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 can be a fuckboy, but you've got to be good at fucking. I have a friend, I have a friend who's like that like every now and then. Like, it's the worst. Like, are you yeah. a fuckboy or are you not, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's usually like that after a big Okay, layout. Casanova. What do you got? No. <laughs> <laughs> if he's listening to this, he knows exactly. Um, no, so I, I, I used, I, I thought of a fuckboy is someone that yeah, like you're like you're like to have sex with multiple partners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I would have counted the fuckboy as one that wasn't honest. Yeah. Mm. That would somewhat tell the girl what they want to hear just so that she can keep fucking her. You're so yeah. different. You're so different from everyone else. But it's so you know obvious. I mean? It's yeah. so, or maybe it's just for me, but it's so obvious. But a soft boy is like yeah. quite manipulative and quite yeah. emotionally yeah. manipulative. It's like the nice guy thing. Yeah, it's yeah. a nice guy. Nice guy nice persona. Guy yep. Yeah. Yeah, sex of the next is, yeah, it's a difficult one. Unless you really, you know, are considering getting back together with them. But in mm. that case, you know, you should be having a conversation and taking them out to dinner to have the conversation, not I would do it. Yeah. Only, just it. Be- only because I just find my ex is extremely attractive still. Mm. Yeah. It was never It was never like a lack of physical attraction. You're hoping that think, they listen um, to this, aren't you? I, fi- I find you so hot. <laughs> <laughs> you, you both know who you are. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait for the DMs. Thanks very much, Dwayne. My exes are you. irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that's fucking... I might, I might even tag the points in the, in the conversation. <laughs> so it's like, when Dwayne talks about his ex, click here. <laughs> 45 minutes in, oh, you're that's... fit. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. But yeah, yeah. I, I would do it again. Uh, but, but I think... But just because of I think the physical guys, attraction. I think guys kind of do it because it's naughty as well and they know they shouldn't and they're just like... Yeah. Like mm. the fact that you're not together makes it better. Yeah, yeah. it does. 100%. Yeah. So. Um, you had another question, Jessica? Yeah, go on, go oh, for it. yeah. Let me find it. This questions are quite good. Why do men talk to women all the time, then ghost them and not follow through on dates? They kind of covered that, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I suppose that's like, uh, you know, a lot of chat up front and why does that happen? Yeah. You know what another one was? Why the fuck do guys keep watching my stories but not respond to texts? Yeah. You know what? Mm, Yeah. This is is one that comes at me all the time. Like, what is with men and social media So, like, they've sent a message and they're, like, watching the story but haven't bothered messaging. Yeah, or, like, something's died out. Like, why are you still watching my stories? Why are you still interested in my life? It's because you've got some interesting stories. Not me. No, no, her person. Oh, right. Okay, that's why I thought you... I was like, your story's Um, quite interesting. (laughs) I think think it's just something as simple as, like, your story's at the top of their feed. They're just clicking it. It's It's not because they're looking for it. It's just there. Yeah. You know I mean? We don't even know what we're doing on social media most of the time. We're so- just like just social there. media, is, like the algorithm, of social media is so intelligent. Like it knows that you're pro- that you're probably talking to that person in mm. some capacity, so you're always going to be top of top of their story thing. So it's not the fact that they're searching for you. One if she put up, you're just there it's and just they clicked on into the it. It's just there. Yeah. Yep. Tell them it's tell them it's um it's coding. 
Yeah, it's coding. Yeah. It's coding. Yeah, yeah. literally. Mm-hmm. It's not because they're, they're searching for it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I actually got a good one a couple of days ago. Go on. So this guy was this kind of touches on the dating, the dating apps as well. He was saying how he got a lot more matches when he was less in shape than when he was in shape. And he was just like, why is that? And, what? and pictures reflect this? Yeah, so the pictures reflect reflected reflected um he got more matches by people he found attractive he did, no he got more matches from he was just getting more matches in general when he was less in shape than he was so he got in shape and the matches when you say less were, in shape was he just like he was he was chubbier and then he got like flat flatter. because people don't feel so insecure approaching yeah. him yeah that's, that's that's what I would have said I think that women sometimes think if you've got abs you're just a bit of a dickhead we who just p- thinks too much well, about yeah, yourself yeah and we do like put, mm-hmm. put, put guys up on a pedestal and you're just like he'll never respond like yeah. yeah. No. But don't worry, ladies. I will respond. <laughs> don't worry. I would, yeah. So I had like a, I had this thing, um, and I'm like, oh, I think men. I wrote down here. Men interpret what it, what attract, what attraction is to women, different to what women actually find attractive. Mm-hmm. So like, okay. you may be a little bit chubby or whatever, and women matter. might find that attractive, but then you get in the shape, and then you don't get as much attention, and that's because our idea of what a woman would like like us physically is very different to what they what mm. they think and I think that could have been it as well yeah. I'm the only like the female gaze I'm the only person like out of my friendship group and like out of a lot of women that I know that likes like an athletic mm. body and like it's something that I um look for and like a lot of my girlfriends are like oh that's just so you you know he's like got a good body da, da, da. but that's just because of like my background mm. but like they're just they just don't care like as long as he's funny or he's intelligent. So you nice. always see, especially in Bondi, like a girl and a guy together, and the girls always fit him. Like, hi, hi, have you hot, got with her? Like, just funny. The girls are nice. hot, and then the guy's just like mediocre at best. Because women are just like funny, ridiculous. Funny gets funny. <laughs> Fuck's sake. I can never say that again. <laughs> 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 that yeah, disgusting. I think women are just like. <laughs> I got that from Steve the Madman, by the way. Steve the Madman. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Women yeah. are just yeah. like a, a little bit. That. Women are just a little bit more astute at kind of like sussing out deeper things, mm. and it's not a rig. Yeah, as yeah, their fair. top priority. So yeah. we're wasting time in the gym then. Fuck. No, I'm, no, okay. I, I'm okay. saying <laughs> you're you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Jess is like keep going to the gym. Keep going. Keep eat, going. Eat your greens. I'm gonna start going <laughs> seven days a week now. Yeah, let's do it. it. You should. Gonna get a tan. <laughs> <laughs> you should. I need, I need to grow a lot taller. I need to grow yeah. very tall. You do. I'm way off. <laughs> you're about to put. I'm, I'm way you're off. You're about to put too short yeah. and a few colours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, there's, a few there's, colours too. There's a lack of melanin in that skin. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the next question you have? Love good old inside jokes. People yeah, are like, what are they laughing at? Oh, what's the next question? Um, that was pretty much the only one. Um. Let me have a read. You're going to get loads of black guys now sliding into Stop your DMs. It. <laughs> Is Justin the black guy? Nah. <laughs> I'm actually black. <laughs> Funny you should say that. This is such coincidence. There's actually not that many black guys in Bondi either. Are you black? Yeah, I swear. That's so... You are as well. I actually am, yeah. You are. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's hard, it's the accent kind of puts people off. Yeah, no, I would have thought, yeah, I thought I you were some white Irish bloke. Yeah, no, I'm not. Fair play to you. <laughs> Like, <laughs> just scrub me out. Shit. That's why you're making jerk chicken. I was like, how's this white boy now to make that kind of stuff? What is going on? Please be boiling chicken. 
Fair play. Boiling chicken with pepper and, yeah. and salt. That's why you like that deep fried pear. <laughs> Banging. That plantain. That plantain, mate. Plantain. 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 We've had this conversation. No, I think that was actually my only question that we haven't covered because all the other ones we've literally covered in, in our conversation. Okay. Damn. When is the right time to ask someone if it's more than casual? Oh, wow. This is so hard. I've got like is two, there other, ever, two is, other good ones. Is there ever a right time? No. No. Surely you just have to gauge it. It's just circumstantial. I, I would yeah. assume it's circumstantial. It's, it's circumstantial. Like, it's like there's no time to know when you're in love. It's just like you just know. It's hard as well because like a lot of the time you know. Like if you're not obtuse, you can tell from, you know, what's going on and how they're treating you that whether they think it's casual or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you need to put yourself out there because you need to communicate your feelings because you have to stop having casual sex with them to protect yourself. Yeah. And that's really hard. Mm-hmm. Especially if you've gone into it. Um, with the idea of it being casual and you've agreed to that because you've been like, yeah, cool, I'm, I'm, I'm here for, um, for casual sex. And then yeah. you've got to go back and be like, actually, I said this thing, but, you know, I've changed my mind, which is, by which the is way, fine. Perfectly fine. okay, everybody. It's totally fine to do that. Um, fuck. You've just got to go and... You not think you know, as you said there before you started, like you, you do know whether it's casual. Like if, I mean, do you though? Because like if, if they're asking to hang out like random times in the week or going on dates and stuff, you kind of, maybe of the gate, maybe it's a little bit more than casual. Mm-hmm. But if they're messaging you on a Saturday night at yeah, 1 a.m., exactly. like, yeah, it's casual. I mean, use your spidey senses. Yeah. But, but I don't know. I, I've been in the in, in the circumstance where it's been... Not is this casual, but like, you know, I have to have a conversation around like, is this going to move to something else or Mm. are we going to stop doing what we're doing? Because if we continue to go down this path without any classification, then I'll get hurt, Mm. you know, and there's no right time. There's no right or wrong time. There is not. You just have to. You just have to go and... Just gauge it, I think. It comes down to just, just being honest again. It's just yeah. like, just, just communicate what's on The worst case scenario, if you communicate what's on your mind, the You'll worst case scenario is that they'll say they're not interested and you've just avoided wasting so much more time. Yeah. That's the worst case. Best case yeah. scenario, it works out in your favour and it's all like happy as fuck. All I can say is like, don't beat yourself up about the fact that you... If if you do change your mind around those circumstances, don't beat yourself up around it because it does happen. Yeah, Ooh, I have one. Go on. So if you're in a situation where you're casually sleeping with someone, mm-hmm. and one party catches feelings, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they tell you how they feel, and the other party does not reciprocate, but yet the party that um, has feelings says, "Oh, it's fine. I'll keep." Same with you. How do you navigate that one? Oh, I think we just we talked about this the other day. In um. in in my opinion, I think for one, as we were talking before we even like recorded, or the other person's action is not your responsibility. No. Like if you've had a conversation and they still decided mm. to go ahead and do that, it's not. But then, you know, it's responsible and not if you're a good yeah human. you know yeah if you're a good human you probably shouldn't continue to do it. But then it's like, how do you navigate that? If, if they're just like yeah. I get it. I, I just wanted to know where you were, but let's keep doing this. Because I've had a friend before 
um, she used to live in, in Australia and she was dating this guy and he, he told her that um, just got a relationship, didn't want anything serious. She got sl- sleeping with him or whatever. And then after a while, she was like getting, it wasn't developing anything more and she was getting like pissed off at me when I when it ended and I was seeing him in, in nights out in the bar. Shandwe's like, oh, don't talk to me, he's a dickhead. I'm like, why? It's like, he told you exactly what his intentions were. He told you he didn't want anything. Why are you getting annoyed at me when I speak to him in the bar when he didn't do anything wrong? He told you what he wanted. It didn't work out. Your mistake was that you thought your vagina could change his mind. Mm. That was it. It was like, yeah. you, you thought he would say no and that he would like keep continue sleeping and he would change your mind. It's like, but he didn't. And, then and he, he, will con- he will continue to of sleep. Of course. Yeah. I think people think If you've had can... that communication, you know what I mean? I think people get into situations like thinking, even though what they've told them, that they can change that person for some reason. Actually, this is a really good point because a lot of women go into things and think like, well, sex will change things. Yeah. My vagina can yeah, change yeah. it. It yeah. can't. No disrespect to the vagina. I'm sure it's amazing. It's beautiful. It is. It's, it an, is, inc- it's, it's an incredible thing. <laughs> it, 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 it is an beautiful. incredible thing. Um, but um, yeah, sex does, doesn't really change the no. minds of people. No. It, it doesn't. Yeah, loads of people just get into it thinking I'll change him. So no, just listen, women just, make just, that mistake a lot. Just, just hear, yeah, just hear what's happening. There are red lights, like they're there for a reason. Yeah, mm. I mean, I think you need to notice that. Yeah, in that situation, you know, it's it's responsible for you to say. I'm not sure that we could, we should continue doing this because. Mm. You do have to be the mature one, I think, in that situation. But do you not also feel like you're taking away there if if they come to you and say oh, it's okay though, and then you go, no. It's like, well, that's still my choice. I got, you're also I got really taking angry about this, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you're also taking away their, fr- their, their, freedom, their freedom to do to it. Yeah, like, dude, I, I can have sex with you if I want. Like, don't, like, don't, like, don't, you don't, don't, don't treat me like a child. Exactly, you don't know yeah. how I'm going to feel tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But if you, are, if, if you are saying like, yeah, I'm cool with having sex with you, even though I know you don't have feelings for me, and then they're coming back at you like the next two, three, four days, yeah, or well a week later fair. and being like, eh, hey, like, I still like you, can we get married or whatever, you know? And mm. you're like, we've had this conversation before, then it starts to grate on you. Yeah. And then it's like, I think then I need it's to walk okay. away. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I think we're, uh, we've covered no, I've, everything. I've, I've got, I've got, uh, I've got one left actually. One more. This is gonna be a long ass podcast. When do you know it's the right time to break up with someone? Ooh. Oh, I feel killer. like th- this is an absolute great one to finish off on because I feel that so many people are in relationships, and I think we get into a state of inertia and comfort where mm-hmm. we're just like, we it's just easy. It's just easy. It's easier to stay in the relationship than fight against it. Even though you have these thoughts and feelings that come up, you're like, ah, we'll see what happens. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. When's okay. the right time? So the right time to break up with somebody is when you work out that you are not happy anymore. Um, <coughs> so, yeah, you. Not that the relationship's not going well, but you're not happy. Like straight away? Like... No, I mean, if you want to try and um, communicate and have a conversation with your partner about you not being happy and what you can do to work on it, then that's on you. But I think when you really realize that you're not happy, and sometimes it takes a while, sometimes it takes six months, mm. um, but when you come to that decision that you're unhappy, for whatever reason, it might be you're not happy with them, you know, you're not happy with your sex life, you're not happy with X, Y, Z, and if it can't be fixed... Um, or more importantly, if it's just actually something that's coming from you and you're not happy about 
how your life is going, then it's time to break up. I like that. Yeah. That's a fair point. I think that to end it off, there's a difference between being lonely and being alone. And I think a lot of people confuse the feeling of being lonely with being alone. Mm -hmm. And a lot of time you're just alone, which is fair. I think if you're always just looking for a relationship and thinking that's the be all and end all, you will never be happy because you are putting your happiness in someone else's hands. And mm -hmm. that will never end up with you feeling good about yourself. Exactly. So yeah, when you when you really when you realise that it's you that's unhappy, then yeah. Yeah. You gotta look you like gotta put your happiness first. You gotta your look, happiness up to, look like for number one. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been fucking absolutely... This has been amazing. This been is good. what an absolutely incredible episode. I'm so tired. Um, people want no, to find no, you. So, um, <laughs> at, yeah, thank on. you very much, but let them know your handles yeah. and how they can contact yeah, you. Yeah, at the Boy Detox um, is my Instagram handle. We'll chuck it in as well yeah. from when we post this up. Yes, please. And please, please go and read all our articles because they are... Intense. They are really good. fucking good, Yeah, I, I look forward to all the feedback, good yeah. or bad. They're really good. Life-changing stuff. She's really good at pretending that she doesn't uh, hate men. She's really good at that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, thank you very much, Jessica, for coming on. No it's worries. been an absolute pleasure. pleasure. You're welcome. Can't wait yeah. for the next one. Woo! Bosh. See you guys later. Bye.